This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. And then if you know the chick, be like, oh, I saw you with your little boyfriend. Yeah. Now I saw you with your Where little you boyfriend. Where you meet him at? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that little, hey, I saw you with your little boyfriend. That's Drake. <laughs> Drake, I tell yeah. you, that's Drake. I bet you he texted that. <laughs> I saw you with your little boyfriend. He is out there. That's cute or whatever. <laughs> y'all, how, how y'all situation? <laughs> oh, that we'll dirty it. Mac at 101 right there. <laughs> Refuse to call it a relationship. How your situation? New Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, hardly home, but always reppin'. You hardly own it, always second. When I'm awake, you always restin'. And when they call you to answer, you are hardly question. I, I'm doing classic shit in all my sessions. The other day, dude posted a tweet. It was a screenshot of a conversation he was having with a young woman on one of the date nights. And in the conversation, he asked her, hey, um, want to go out and meet for coffee so we could kind of get to know each other a little better? And her reply was, well, no, I'm not feeling coffee, but I like to hang out. Do you have any other suggestions? She left it open-ended like that for him to decide what he was comfortable with. He took that as you know, he took that as a diss. So he screenshots that part. He never, re- he didn't screenshot his reply. He just screenshots that part. And then he says, some along the lines of, fellas, be careful out there. Ch- you know, you got to see who's trying to use you. And I'm like, dude, how can you be blind to the fact that she left it open for you? She didn't shoot you down. Nor is she trying to say, take me to Sexy Fish, sexy fish or L2 can or something like that. Dog. And, and even the coffee date approach. Like, one thing I think dudes get fucked up, they think, oh, if a chick ain't trying to meet me for coffee, she'll go digger. No, it's a lazy date, and they're looking at effort, not the money you spend. If you want a chick to meet you for coffee, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you were to set it up like this, let's say your girl lived in Aventura, and you say, hey, I'm finna be... I got to meet somebody at this Starbucks real quick. I know you're in the area. If you're not doing nothing, come by and holler at me. More than likely, she'll come by and kick it with you if she like you. Because at that point, she's like, oh, he's in my area. He's thinking of me. He wants to see me. But if it's like, hey, I'm not doing nothing. You're not doing nothing. Let's link up at Starbucks. It's like, that's the best place you can think to link up. Now it looks like, damn, you couldn't put a little bit more effort. Had you had you picked like a boutique coffee spot, she probably would have agreed to that. Just don't be lazy with the shit. See, I'm 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 on two minds about that, right? Go ahead. You and I have both talked about the whatever we call the intro date, the like I don't know if that's their first time hanging out, like whatever. I don't mind. You, you know, it's the quote unquote, we used to call it talking phase, where you're filling a person out. A hundred percent. Like I wanna I wanna see, I wanna see what you I wanna I wanna see your vibe. Like maybe, maybe I'm not 
ready to go sit down and be with you for three, four hours. Because that's what dates are run about two to three hours. That just is from the time right. I pick you up or from the time we meet, we got appetizers. Like a regular sit down dinner date takes about two hours. Right. So it's understandable you want to put yourself in a situation where you have an easy out. Let me put myself where I'm, I have a 20-minute block. Now, if you make it past that 20-minute block, Great. I'll extend it. And it works both ways. Because if I'm weirding you out within the 20 minutes, you should be able to get up out of there and not have to worry about me no more. So it's a two-way street. What dating app was he on? Um, it was like the, the chat boxes were burgundy and white. I don't think that don't that's Bumble. Too much, it's a new it's one. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's one where people be sending like voice memos to each other in the shit. Okay, it could be um, it could be Hinge or like one of those. That's it. That's one okay. of the newer ones. It's Hinge. That's it. Okay. Now, just voice notes. So they were probably able to communicate with each other. He saw a couple pictures of her. Hinge actually tries to match you sometimes based off of the shit that you like. Shit that you put in your profile, they try to match you with other people. You usually re- could either reply to a picture or you could reply to, you know, little comments like, hey, I love the office. Or, hey, here's a conversation. Start to argue with me about this. Da, 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 da. Debate me about can you handle it versus uh, that's what it's made for. Like, that's t- like little shit like that. Right. So Hinge does the job of kind of co- connecting you with people. It'll connect you with people. And you either say you either like their comment or you like their picture. And then. If they reply back, because it'll it'll show you a whole list of people who like shit off your profile, whether it was a picture, the fact that you like the office, the fact that like on mine, uh, some some time back when I made it, I said something about. If you're going to argue with me that Batman can't be Superman, then don't like this shit or some shit like that. Right. Little shit like that. And you'll have people who want to engage with you. Some people going to pick the Superman thing just to just to be a little argumentative. And then right from now, I'm like, okay, I know how you move. You like to argue. That's your flirting. That's your flirtation style, whatever, whatever. Anyway, I say all that to say, she asked, she said she was down to hang, but she didn't want to do coffee. That's, that left the door open, did it not? He might have talked himself right out of some pussy because she might, because she was... Because it could have been... Might have. I think he did. It, it could have been a simple, like, you know, well, I, I really don't got time to really, like, step out like that right now. You, I mean, we chill, do a little movie, just get to know each other, talk, rap, for you know, I order some food. You could have... He could have worked it into... He could have made it that. There's so much shit you can do. Like, I don't know what city they in, but let's just speak on South Florida. There's so much shit you can do that's not going to break your pockets. Y'all could go to the zoo. Y'all could take a walk in the Everglades. Y'all could go, like, Miami Beach is always having shit on the beach Some that shit. you could just stumble, just stumble upon that bitch. Just go to South Beach and, matter of fact, just get on the goddamn app Eventbrite or Meetup. There is ton of free shit to do in this city. It's ton of people looking to start a, a group or organization, and they're not even looking to charge because they need to bring their numbers up. Go do some of those shits. Like, there's... In North Miami, like every, I want to say like every second or third Friday, they got a live jazz band right there on 125th by the uh, town, by City, City Hall or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Mocha by Mocha Cafe. Like, dog, there's, Plenty there's so of shit much shit you do. could do for minimal bucks. Like, you dudes thinking that, oh, I ain't trying to go on a $200 date. You don't have to. 
dudes thinking, oh, I ain't trying to spend $200 on dinner. Trust me, fam. There's a bunch of really good restaurants where you ain't got the break bank like that. But if you're not thinking out the box, and the only thing you can think of is either the Starbucks box. or some <laughs> fancy restaurant in Brickle, then you shit out of luck, fam. There's a bunch of... Dude, go to one of them art galleries and take pictures of her in that shit. Create content for her. Women love posting themselves. Go and be like, oh, you look good in this angle. Let me snap off. Give me your phone. Let me snap a picture of you. Create content for her. She will love that shit. And now, every time she look at that picture of herself, who you think she going to think about? Like, it's easy, fam. Y'all be making it way harder than it need to be. It's probably why I didn't respond when you was, you know, you was joining the thread and going back and forth. Because I just, I didn't see what needed to be said. Like, it just seemed a little, it just seemed a little awkward that this is what you screenshot. Because he act like the girl was a gold digger and and trying to get him for his cash. And you could have said, hey, let's go, let's go chill and watch. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the heat. Hey, you know, I'm sliding watch the game. You want to come grab something with me, get some drinks and get something to eat? Simple shit. Simple shit could have been done. And, we and even gotta, the way you phrase that, if you say, hey, you want to slide? Don't even say that. Be more assertive. Hey, let's go do this. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Sometimes it's as easy as that. Like, hey, he, like, he was set in his decision to do something fun with me. Now, at the end of it, if you didn't have that much fun, then she'll probably voice it and be like, okay, let's do something else next time. But the fact that it's like, oh, you took the lead, just that right there will... Let me tell you, nothing gets them wetter than that feeling of he wanted to see me. Let me tell you. That Bruh. right there, nigga. <laughs> that right there. And then just being confident in your decision. We're going to do this. And planning something. She they ain't got a plan. Like, okay. I'm going on an adventure and I ain't have to think of nothing. Cool. But y'all niggas be, like you say, you talk themselves out of pussy more. More than they ever talk themselves into it. Like, bro, you make this shit way harder for yourself, bro. Nigga. Just chill, my nigga. It ain't that, it ain't rocket science. Women who've dated me will will tell you, hey, most times, unless it's they're like, oh, I want to go do this. Most times, if it's up to like, hey, it's date night, I'm only gonna tell you the attire, the time to meet me, and that's it. That's it. Everything else be all me. I give you the dress code. Wear this. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with the dress code. I mean, but you may have no idea what we're about to do. You have no idea we're about right. to go and hit a whole museum. You have no idea we're about to, like, you have no idea, but you're just ready for the ride. And that's what's important. That's all they care about. They be sitting in the passenger seat looking happy as hell. Exactly. You don't go nowhere than 20 <laughs> miles away from home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough free game. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, Young Matches Malone, Dion Slanders, Petty Pendergrass, Hemi Neutron, Hemi Hendrix, and the man to the right of me can only be. A.K.A. Nacho Man Candy Savage, the Lord of the Wings, Jabba in the Cut, the Wholesome Dude, Fat Boy Slim, Grits and Gravy, the F and F and D, one half of this P.O.D. He is I and I, and I am him. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. 
Let's try. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you. Let's chop it up. Appreciate it. I got it right this time. Look at you working. Did I not? Look at you working. <laughs> the one time you went on vacation and you came back with the assignment. <laughs> because I got now that I saw what you was really aiming for from two years ago. <laughs> it's like two years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is the assignment. I've been doing it wrong this whole time, I guess. After a while, I started giving you bars just because you was giving bars. It was like, all right, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess. Now, nah, but how you doing, man? How was your week? My week was I was I did some hard work, but I got a lot accomplished. I walked out of this week feeling very accomplished. So that was my week. How was your little ass vacation? <laughs> my little ass vacation was awesome. It was fun. Had a lot of fun. Um, my wife enjoyed herself, more importantly. We were celebrating her birthday. And it was the first time she got to celebrate her birthday without being pregnant or just, or without newly having a baby. So it In the last five years? Yes. Yes. Just about, yeah. <laughs> just about. Yeah, we went to Jamaica. Uh, Montego Bay. It was dope, man. We went to a resort. It's it's secrets, but they have. You don't got to like, give everybody. Uh, the, you don't got to give everybody your location. Okay, cool. <laughs> but actually, what I was gonna say, it was at a resort, and the vibes at the resort was dope. And one of the things that I noticed is that as young dudes, when we were single, we fucked up because there don't be nobody at this resort, but a few be couples, but a lot of single women travel in packs to these resorts. I ain't see no groups of single dudes. None. It's almost like going to a wedding and as a single dude. The pickings are easy. Like, if you go to a resort and you're a single dude, you ain't even got to do the most. Just be there. Just be there for the vibes. And it's like, you damn near can't miss. Almost like shooting fish in a barrel. Problem was, when, when we were like, in our heyday of single, back when you were single, we were in our 20s and broke. Yeah, see, that, that, no, that's the thing. He was broke. <laughs> broke. Broke as fuck. We're broke. We, so if you, we if you might get a little you, money. We might get you to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might can get you to Orlando. Can't flights? Flights? But if you had a little bit of money and you can as a single dude, do 100%. a resort. Trust me. 100%. But all in all, man, it was fun. Really enjoyed ourselves. I could tell. I could tell. How many of them outfits, other than the F and D shit, did your wife pick out? Because that all white, I know you ain't had nothing to do with that. I had absolutely zero. Because that's not your swag. The only input I had was the sandals. I was like, I'm. It would be the worst thing you had on. Would have been your input. I I couldn't find no other sandals that I felt comfortable with. I'm like, I want these. Why you want to wear no thong sandals? Huh? Why you went with sandals? You could have went with a nice. She wanted me to wear sandals. She was. Okay. She even made me get a pedicure. She was like, "No, no you gonna get a pedicure." I'm not mad at that. Take care of yourself. I'm not mad at it. I mean, yeah, I was cool with the pedicure. Was nice. I don't get them often, so it was. You ever seen that episode of Martin when Shanae was doing Myra's feet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that's you? what it was like when I was getting my pedicure. Man, I put that little Asian lady to work. She had that cheese grater on my foot. Boy, on the back I know of the her heel? shoulders was so dry. Shucker, shucker. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, that shit felt good. You know how 
you know, you know, like if you're kind of ticklish, you kind of be <laughs> twisting in you. <laughs> Bro, I was twisting in my seat. I was like, she saw how my hands was gripping the side of the chair. She was like, you okay? Turned into a like, straight yeah, good. <laughs> no, that shit was feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit twisting and cheesing and shit. But she was going to work. Boy, I know her shoulders were sore after that. But <laughs> she had to, you, I hey, know it was bad. She had to take a break in and, between. No new customers. She had to take a whole little break. <laughs> I know it's bad because in the middle of her doing it, she kept looking at the lady next to us and she kept saying some shit. And she was nodding her head towards my feet. Like, this nigga feet here? <laughs> hey, look, I, I don't know who I was with when I went for a pedicure. I, it had to have been a girl. But I, I thought she had, I thought she had gone often, right? This is probably like our first one or two times she wanted to go. So I like, cool, I ain't doing nothing. I, you know, the lady doing my feet, and I'm like, okay, this is nice. This is a nice little something to do. You know, what I'm saying I, pre- I feel like I, maybe I wore the worn. I wore some joggers, so I had to pull my joggers all the way up to my knees and shit. I felt felt like maybe I should. You gotta worn some learn. Shorts. Just wear a t-shirt and basketball shorts. Don't know. Don't try to go cute. It wasn't the plan. It just that's where we ended up. But I'm okay. watching the lady get out of heel, and then she like she going, and I'm like, damn boy, I guess maybe like maybe she asked for something different than I asked for because they ain't really stay on my heel like that. And you know, I used to, <laughs> I used to, I used to walk the blocks. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to read water meters. Like I used to, I, my feet, my feet done been through something. And she was on her heel real long, and I'm like, all right, that's strange. I watched that lady. She was up there, check her, check her, check her. She said. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I like whatever going on in the back of her heel. Boy, it's, it's some work going on. Bruh, I'm telling you, it, it was rough. Shout out to her. She did her thing though. My feet was looking spectacular at the end of it. Sound like it. Sound like it. Um, now that I'm glad you went, your wife looked amazing. She'll hear oh, this three it. months from now when she finally listens. Your wife looked amazing. Right? <laughs> you you look you look pretty decent yourself. You had your you had your deep V shirt on. You were showing your you were showing your your bosom and whatnot. Oh yeah, definitely. She was like, no, you. She's like, no undershirt, no nothing. She's like, I need this look. You have to have. And I was like, show birthday, whatever you want. She she put it together. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take. She from put her. it together. She put it together. She had a vision. She's like, I'm gonna need him to look just like this on my day. Still the sandals? I'm just not a sandals guy. So I'm not either. But that's what my wife wanted. I gave her sandals. Cool. Cool. I'm not going to take that. I'm glad y'all reconnected. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I know it's coming. I don't know what question is coming, but you wouldn't be Marvin if you didn't ask me a question. I think this ain't really... Uh, this Look, listen to the question. It ain't got nothing to do with her. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Would you sacrifice one person to save 50 people? Would I sacrifice one person to save 50? Okay. (laughs) Can I ask for some qualifiers? Do I know the person I'm sacrificing? Just answer that one question. If If that's the only information you got. One person Sacrifice for 50 people. one person to save 50. Damn, that is tough. Because it's like, yeah, 
but you sacrifice a good person and you save 50 assholes and it's like, ah, shit, I made the wrong choice. So your answer is And the world has way more than 50 assholes, so it could be possible you save 50. That's the problem. There's way too many of you and me's out here in the world. Not enough. Right. Not enough Marie's. (laughs) Not enough of Exactly. (laughs) I guess if you don't know anything else morally, you would say, yo, one, you know, the value on one life doesn't outweigh the 50, but. Okay. Say you know the one person. But you still could save 50 people. But I know the one that but I got to sacrifice. By just know the nigga? You just know them. Him, her, whoever. It's so much debate here. <laughs> yes. It's, I, it's just hard like to just say, yeah, you know, off of that person's head. That is tough, bro. I'm glad that you. I'm glad this is causing a lot for you. Did was somebody in this dilemma? I'm asking you. It's you still ain't answer the second question. If you know them, but it was able, you were able to save fifty people. I probably would save the person I know, and because if it's fifty people I don't know, I just I don't know. Fifty people would die in this world anyway, so I'll probably set, tell myself that to sleep better at night. Ready? It's fifty children. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are these 50 kids that John Cena visits? Because if that's the case... It's 50 able-bodied young children. All under the age of, let's say, from from, from 10 10 and younger. Yeah. It's still, it's still a debate. It's still a debate. It's still a debate, but it changes a little bit. I'm not going to say it as easily anymore because now I know babies are dying. I just know the nigga. Like, <laughs> me and- <laughs> Answer the question. I guess if I just, I, if I just know the nigga and we ain't like cool, cool like that, I guess he could go. Okay. Or she could go. Okay. So I already know the answer to this. Say the person, the one person is your wife. And the 50 kids out of the 50 kids, three of them are yours. Who you saving? Mm, no, my three kids. <laughs> you know why I'm, I'm sure? Sorry, you, babe. you know why I'm sure that you would say that? I always knew you would say that. It's because I think she would have she would have made that she would have told you to make that choice. I would tell her to make that choice. No, you say to let me go. The baby, I live through the babies. I I go. But you never get to talk. Like, you never get to tell her that. You never... That decision you make, once you make that decision, once you make that decision, that's it. It's over. It's done. You never get to explain it. You never get to say anything. She's just gone. If my kids are, are three of the 50, then yeah. And I would hope she would make the same choice. Okay. What if it's just one of your kids? N- nah. <laughs> wait, wait. No. That now wasn't strong. It was like I still got two. <laughs> no, wasn't, your no wasn't strong enough no. for me. No, man, my kids above all. Okay. Everything okay. I do in this world is for them. Okay. Where'd you get that question from? I heard the I heard the first part, and then I just developed the rest as I was watching you have happiness uh, and love all over Montego Bay. Got you. 
the villain in me was already like, oh, this nigga happy? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's how your brain works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this nigga, this nigga happy living life? All right. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see some shit to bring him down a little bit. What if your kids die? Like, that's the way my Jesus brain. Jesus Christ! I know, bro. I I got need help. You sure you're a Batman fan, not the Joker? No, but to be a Batman fan, you know that you need bad scenarios for him to save people out of. Because if if Gotham was this nice fucking place, it'd be no need for Batman. No. Why every time Batman imprisons somebody, they break out and they just be back on the street? So I was on, I was All these niggas supposed to have life sentences. Yeah, but they plead insanity. And they just let you out? But see, the difference is they don't go to jail. They go to Arkham. Isn't Arkham a jail? No, Arkham is a place where they treat people. It's an insane asylum. So eventually... You you convince people you treated, they let you out. That is crazy. Like, damn, like I was just that. having a psychotic episode. Killed 300 people. Strapped, strapped a bomb to the mayor. I say this, though. All of Batman's villains ain't crazy. There's a couple of them that's crazy, but... Freeze? That nigga ain't crazy. Bane ain't crazy. Most of... So, Two-Face so, ain't crazy. Most of Bat, well, Two Face is crazy. He has split personality, but most of Batman's. But both of them niggas are of sound mind. Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> one's a lawyer, and the other one's a homicidal maniac. It's a. I don't know if you. I don't know, man. Lawyer, homicidal maniac. Have you ever met a lawyer? Them niggas not far apart. It's pretty. No, I, mean, I wouldn't say they homicidal maniacs. They definitely they're um, close to it. Okay. Okay. Not mad at you for that tape. <laughs> Not. But the reason why people love Batman, Batman's only as good as his villains. Like, if you think about it, of all the people who, of all the the, the heroes, Batman yeah. has the dopest villains. Like, the Joker's probably, arguably, the best villain ever created, right? And then everyone else is just knocking them down a peg. Joker is a good villain. He, I wouldn't say he's my favorite Batman villain, but he's overall in the world of comic books and stuff. He's probably, ah, he, uh, he's probably the number one most iconic villain ever. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. He does he have to be your favorite villain? No, he's horrible. He kills by kids. Far. He kills kids. Like, how could he be your favorite? No, no. I mean, not the fact that he kills kids. Like. It's some villains, like, the 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 way they operate is like, <clears throat> okay, this is how I choose a villain I like, where it's like, if you do fucked up shit, but I could see your reasoning, like, damn, that's really bad, but I'm not mad at you. Like, the way the MCU portrayed Thanos. Like, oh, that is fucked up, but... I get it. Eh, <laughs> it's a lot of motherfuckers you... out here. <laughs> yeah. It's a little too many <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. So, like, you know, Freeze, he just trying to save his wife. So it's like, you're going about it all wrong, but, you know, I get it. Sometimes, you know, you got to put a motherfucker on ice. I hear you. I hear you. But that's a lot of them. Bane, 
Bane's Bane is pretty dope. I like. Well, he's Bane. a genius. He's pretty smart, and he's stronger than Batman. That's what makes him a lot harder to deal with. But we can go on and on about about MCU villains. I mean, Batman villains, MCU villains. It's a shame yeah. that it takes the entire MCU to compare to Batman's villains, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, for you. Name but then again, movie. I mean, Batman is Batman and Superman. When it comes to superheroes, they're like one A and two A. It's hard to put. It's hard to take any superhero genre or any two heroes alone and say, "Okay, you're." I'm gonna compare you to this guy. There's so much history, so much love, so much fandom for just those two guys. There's only one MC. There's only one Marvel character that is. Could come close in that Spider-Man. 100%. And even then, he doesn't come close. He's just, he comes the closest for Marvel, period. That's it. Okay, look at it this way. If you had to pick DC's top three, it would probably be Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Am I right? Top three. Yeah, they're top three heroes. Like if you were to say <clears throat> they're they're called the Trinity. So yeah, it would be them. If I had to choose, right. yeah, but are they the most famous DC heroes? I would disagree. Hell yeah. I would disagree. Who's more famous Batman, than... Superman, Robin. Robin is way more famous you... than Wonder Woman. I don't even... I think... I don't know, man. That's the Because we're, talk, we're talking about recognizable... <laughs> Batman and Robin are that recognizable duo. Yeah, but that, that, that puts they, him as almost a package deal down there. So I that's understand not fair. that, but we see you because you want to put him in the in the, in the little pigeonhole because he's a sidekick. But what I'm saying, I'm to not you putting is, him in the pigeonhole. That's <clears throat> his partner. I'm not disagreeing with you, but when you ask me who are the most recognizable, those are the three most recognizable. But if you had to just go, you know, top level heroes, I'm gonna go with the Trinity. Go ahead, continue. Get to your point, because we are deep into some nerd shit at this point. But if you were to do that to Marvel, like it, it is, it doesn't come close to those three. It's it's Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Hulk. Like, is off the top of your head, you couldn't name you couldn't name three Hulk main Hulk villains. And then you could probably do it for Wolverine. You'll probably say Sabretooth and Magneto or Lady Deathstrike or some shit. But even then, like, their villains hold I'm a nerd, no so I probably can do the Hulk ones. <laughs> but. Your average person can't. I understand that. I understand that. So that I'm saying. So although I'm a bigger Marvel fan, I could take a step back and realize, like, yo, one franchise is way bigger than the other. Y'all just got good movies. That's, that is Marvel's let me re- Let me rephrase. You guys just have a great connected you we, did a good Marvel, job connecting a universe because it's not like DC hasn't had good, DC's had great movies. Some of the best movies, Oscar award winning movies, have been DC movies. It is what it is. But DC has put on great movies. But if DC put it like this, if DC had their own Kevin Feige, they have it. Now. It would. We'll see. We'll see how he fucks it up as it moves forward. That's the thing. We don't know if he's that. He's in the position. He's going to fuck it up. He's going to fuck it up. Let's not. We don't even got to go through it. You already know how I feel about that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's going to fuck it up. (laughs) He's going to fuck it up. He has every way to make it work. He's going to find a way to fuck it up. He's the wrong person for the job. Oh, I see what you did there. You got your Super Bowl weekend and you watched the game with your wife in Jamaica. 
Now you get, you really do get all-star break for yourself. Look at God. Won't he will? Won't he will? But anyway, <laughs> you got to watch the Super Bowl because I know you did the, even your wife posted how I'm, how I'm spending the, how I'm watching the big game and it's just the beach and all that. I see y'all. Y'all was doing your thing. But hey. I appreciate it. First, first and foremost, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Honestly, to me, this was probably one of the most entertaining Super Bowls since Steelers Cardinals. This Super Bowl was yeah, great. Steelers to watch. Cardinals was a good Super Bowl. You're right. That was That's a probably good the best. one. To me, it's just it's the best ending of a game that I've ever it seen. It was the whole game was good, but man, like you said, the way it ended was it was amazing. It don't get better than that. Yeah. It is it's hard to compete with that Super Bowl, but this Super Bowl was fucking good. Throughout, throughout, it was a really good Super Bowl. Now, when he didn't score the ball, which is good football, by the way, good football, don't score, let your team win. It is a little anticlimactic a little bit. It's like, ah. No, not but, to me. That showed great coaching. No, 100%. You can see it and I can see that. But, you know, y'all y'all running it out. It's, it was a great game. Score the fucking ball. But I understand why. And I would have made the same play. That's what you're supposed to do. I, dude, Get down. You think I would have went Jalen Hurts back on that fucking field? Hell no. Nope. Nope. Some people saying, oh, Jalen Hurts fumble. He cost them the game. No, the fuck he did not. If y'all didn't have Jalen Hurts, y'all wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a game. That nigga was doing damage. damage. Put it like this. The best defense they had against Jalen Hurts was keeping him off the fucking field. That's how much, that's how much of an impact he made because they knew with what it was. It would have been about two minutes left or something like that. Even with two minutes left, that was still too much time to put Jalen Hurts back on the field because he could have did something. Literally, the defense had no... Both defenses had no answers for, for the opposing team's offense. It's uh, like... Let, it, we'll just say that We'll say that for the second half. Second half. But well, I don't first wanna, half... I don't, let's not play-by-play play it. But finish your point. Well, you're not going to play-by-play it, but I would say... Them both defense got steamrolled. I would say that personally. I think both defenses got steamrolled. I think it was so a good are... defensive game. I think it was a good defensive. Game. I just think after a while, the the Eagles defense didn't show up toward the end. But that just is what it is. When you um, say the end, you mean the entire second half because they scored on every drive. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I said. In the first so half, you it said was the a end. Game. No, it, they didn't show up half the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did send okay. out a tweet during the Super Bowl. And when I say Pat Mahomes made me eat my fucking words. So it was the play right before the half. He got he got sacked. Well, he didn't get sacked. He scrambled a little bit, got tackles and rolls on the ankle. It was a clean tackle, but rose on the ankle a little bit. He's wincing in pain and he gets up limping a little bit. So I say something along the lines of, like, we've known he's been playing on a hurt ankle for literally the past three games, all of the playoffs. So it's like, I get this is the Super Bowl, but what's more important? His career and possibly damaging that ankle even more or trying to win this game? Yeah, he made you eat your words. He made you eat your words. Because it came out like nothing was I don't wrong. Know. They gave him the best shot what. that he ever had, the best meds. He didn't feel it. Now, Nigga. tonight, he feel like his, he could cut his foot off right now. I'm sure he's ready to. But when he was, when he was running on it, he didn't feel that shit. That nigga scrambled for about 20 yards and... He scrambled for 20 yards, went down, jumped right back up like nothing. I'm like, man, that must have been one hell of a shot they gave him. 
So after her after her opening acts, Rihanna had her halftime performance. What do you think of the performance? I loved it. I thought she was going to bring somebody out to perform with her, but she carried the whole burden by herself. I thought it was a great show. I love the floating stages. I love the the visuals of having all her dancers Beautiful. and white and she in red. Overall, I thought it was a great performance. I know some people felt differently. Didn't quite see their opinion on it. But what did you think? Um, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, like everybody else, was, was watching the performance and spent the first 10 minutes debating, first five or six minutes debating if she was pregnant or not. Because <laughs> I think people, because when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, yeah, I totally can see that she pointed at her stomach right when the performance started. But I had women in the room with us and they were like, oh, she's just, she just five months postpartum and all that. And, I, and you know, you know how hard it is to be the guy that be like, hey, have you ever, have you ever assumed a woman was pregnant that she wasn't? Yes. That's not a good thing. Exactly. Exactly. I haven't been that guy, but I've witnessed somebody do that shit and it didn't end well for them. So I learned from their mistake. I've been that guy. So <laughs> as someone who has, with a woman who had just had a baby in the room saying, oh, no, she that's five months postpartum. I was like, oh, okay. You, you sure? Because she looked five months postpartum. <laughs> like she looked. And then they start hitting it with the, you know, y'all be wanting women to snap back and da 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 And it was like, all right, you know what? You, you, you got it. <laughs> you got it. I say this as a, as a man who's witnessed his wife have multiple kids. Rihanna's in her 30s, is she not? Yes. So much like yourself, I noticed the figure too. I had to ask my wife, when did she have that baby? Just to, and again, it's like, look. She's busy. She's running Fenty. She's running Savage. She might not have time to work out like that. So I could I could see it if she was postpartum and she still had the little baby weight. But at the same time, it did look like a bump. So I didn't just want to jump out the window and say, oh, she's pregnant. But at the same time, I see it too. <laughs> like I see, I see what you're saying, but, you know, but... It's best to just play it safe. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, um, you, you know, you're right. I, I'll take that. But I'm still in my phone. I was Googling like, hey, when the baby was born? Baby was born in May. And I see that ASAP went to the I Can Only Be Frank school of shooting the club up. Ran it right back. <laughs> got her pregnant. Oh, no. That nigga's a stellar student. He's, 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 he's hitting all the marks. I tell you that much. <laughs> I see that. I see that graduated with, 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 with honors, apparently. Yep. Hey, I, I saw a man say, now I see why they call a nigga ASAP. There you go. Ernie <laughs> no living up to the name. He ain't get t- talking about I ain't giving my wife time to heal. Dude, she how old is that baby? Five months? I wasn't that bad. I waited at least another four months. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nigga, I could do math. <laughs> you had three babies during the pandemic. What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Damn, nigga, you couldn't just let me skate with that <laughs> nah, one? Nah, nigga, you had three babies <laughs> since we started the pod. How the fuck? I mean, if you put it like that, damn. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making make sense, bro. 
I, I have no rebuttal <laughs> right. for that. You, you got me. Right. <laughs> Caught me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Um, I actually I, like you said the visuals of her on the like. I just thought the the visuals was was dope, and I have to realize. I would never want to be at the Super Bowl to watch a Super Bowl performance because nowadays the performance is for the people watching at home. Because I'm sure the visuals look way cooler for us. Like when they had like the little, when they had them all staggered and it looked like it was stairs climbing up. It was like, yeah. that's too dope of a visual. That I don't know if I'm in the stadium. That you only got one shit. angle of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the wires move. Like I'm, I'm seeing, like I'm seeing behind the scenes too much. But it looked it looked one, it looked dope. And maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong on this. But for when I, I was watching it, it what you say? I said I will. Okay. When I was watching, it looked like she catered to one side of the stadium more so than the other. Because the way she was on the platform, her harness was it wasn't like it wasn't like a rope or anything. It looked like a an anchor that was that was attached to her. So she couldn't turn around and face the people on the other side of the stadium. So if you're at that, if you're at the game and you happen to be on the side that she can't face, you're getting a shitty performance. You're getting her back the entire time. It's the hard camera. You can always aim toward the hard camera. Unless you have one of them big circle ass ass stages and you running around in circles and you got the cameras everywhere. That's the only time. But that that wasn't a performance where she was gonna be running around, clearly. Because no. we find out she's pregnant, and a lot of people had a lot to say about this performance. Um, a lot of criticism came from the fact that she didn't move around. They expected more, more, uh, more dancing from her. They expected, they expected her to. They, there was just a lot that went on. It wasn't a lazy performance, but at the same time, I've never thought of Rihanna and thought like a big dance number or anything like that. Rihanna she be don't dancing. give me some movement. She be dancing now. She, don't do that. She be dancing, but I'm not going to grade her on the same scale I grade other people when it comes to dancing. I'm not going to grade her on the same scale I would grade a Beyonce. See, like, I was... I hate when people do that. I was trying not to even say her name because... But, I mean, if, you, if the person... When the person sets the bar, that's the name that's always going to come up. I get you. I get you. I wasn't grading her on a Beyonce scale because I've seen Rihanna perform. I know Rihanna would go out there, dance and do all that. I'm sure if she could, she would have. So I also saw people saying, well, if she knew she was pregnant, why didn't she bring anybody else on? But then you got to... I was impressed by that. No, you and I. But then you got to run the list of her like collaborators. I mean, the li- Rihanna don't really collaborate like that. You got Jay-Z. And the people she did? You got Jay-Z. And Jay-Z wasn't going... He's in charge of putting the halftime show together. He wasn't going to put himself on there. Right. You got Kanye. That's definitely not happening. (laughs) (laughs) But what if it did, though? CBS would have shut that shit off. There's no way... There's no way they would (laughs) have signed up for that. No way. CBS was not letting Kanye West come stay on that stage. No, not at all. Not yet. Not at all. Not yet. Well, he I truly believe because America loves a comeback story. When Kanye go have some therapy and he get himself back right and you know I went through all it because that's the way it's gonna work. Remember do back they, in the, though? Yes, they do. Not for everybody. Everybody. 
But people love a comeback story. They did it for Britney. They did it like when Britney was going through her whole shit. Like people love that shit. Right. Um, Drake, that wasn't happening. Nah. They got a couple big songs together. Nah. Yeah, for personal reasons, I don't see that happening. <laughs> Look, I know that I have my own theory about how Drake definitely cheated. Just looking at the timeline, Drake cheated on Rihanna, had that baby. And that's why she don't fuck with him no more. She got her t- their shared their their shared tattoo removed off of her shit. That's my own thoughts. But if I'm ASAP Rocky, I think that's pretty accurate. Ain't no fucking way. And this, they all, it's kind of like this all happened within a, a small time frame with one another. When she was fucking with Drake, and she stopped fucking with him, and started fucking with ASAP. Like, then they had that whole moment at an award show where Aesop Rocky grabbed her ass and Drake kind of stormed out of there because he was a little hot about that shit. I would have been too if that was some girl I was talking with and another dude grabbed her ass on stage, so I don't fault Drake. But, yeah. Feelings might still be a little tender there. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And Drake seemed... And, and I was listening to Rory Maul, and Drake seemed like the type of nigga that would say... Like, even after the performance, because Chris Brown, he posted up, you go girl or whatever it is after the performance. Yeah. Drake still seemed like the type of nigga that would text her and be like, that was supposed to be my baby. He definitely seemed like the type of nigga <laughs> that said that's supposed to be my baby. Definitely. Like, that's, because you know, Drake, Drake, Drake a dirty Mac. Like, that's the type of nigga that would say that type of shit. You, she full on in a relationship having another nigga baby. Like, that was supposed to be my baby. I could see it. 100%. 100. He probably did send her that. But I didn't act like I don't I didn't have any problem with the performance. I actually rather enjoyed the performance. Um and apparently so did a lot of people. <laughs> there was there was 118.7 million viewers for the Super Bowl this year and an additional 5 million tuned in just to watch her halftime show. That's crazy numbers. But- that's amazing. But, I mean, they, it makes sense. You know how long... Well, you were one of them. Y'all waited forever to hear from Rihanna. And she... I think she delivered. I think she picked great songs. It was oh, great set energy. List, set list was... The, those are the songs that you performed. She had the set right. list perfect in that order. I have no... Nothing to argue with when it comes Man, to set put list. on a great performance. She handled it dolo. No other star to help on that stage. Didn't need the help. I mean, again, the visuals was dope. The uh, choreography was dope. I mean, she didn't need the help, but I mean, one or two additional people. Okay. <laughs> if you're coordinating the halftime show with Rihanna, who would you put on stage with her? She could have brought in anybody. It didn't necessarily have to be somebody who she collaborated no, I, with. No, I'm asking you. If you curated it, in your head, like, it would have been dope if this person was there, too. Like, who is your... Who I know her and Jeezy there? got a song. I would have loved to see Jeezy up there. This is just me personally. <laughs> yeah, now that, now that would throw me the fuck off. I wouldn't I wouldn't have picked that name in like the Like, her and Jeezy. Like, Jeezy come up there and they let Jeezy do one... Let Jeezy hit, like, one or two of his little... You know, hit you with a little, a little, a little chorus. Not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um... And of course, like I said, we just removed three of her biggest collaborators who would have all been like the person to be on there. And I know Drake probably never going to be on there unless it's his halftime show. He's not going to go and be featured on somebody else's halftime show. 
Maybe. But again, it comes with so much exposure that he would have benefited a shit nah. ton if he would have just featured. Nah. Drake is big enough. He's big enough to have a halftime show on his own. True. Absolutely. But it still wouldn't hurt the feature. Especially, you just talked about the viewers tuned in to see Rihanna. That is a big event. But honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying it wouldn't have helped. It would have been cool. But the fact that she didn't, in my opinion, was even more impressive being that she's also pregnant. I think even if she had people up there, it would have taken away from the blow a little bit. But I think people would have came away with the same feeling. And I'll tell you why. Go ahead. The first part, like most people, because from what I hear from everybody, everyone spent the first couple songs trying to figure out if she was pregnant or not. So we were distracted already, right? We're distracted from the moment. She had already said there was supposed to be a special guest. We find out the baby's the special guest. We already a little distracted from the moment. Also, if you're a big Rihanna fan, a lot of people are coming out of that performance knowing that new music is not on the way for sure. <laughs> so there's multiple <laughs> levels of disappointment. You know what I'm saying? Like, so honestly, said, to me, I think that's sure. the biggest Absolutely. thing. I think that's the biggest thing why people feel the way that they feel is because they know that that new music isn't on the way. That's my, that's to me, that's personally what I think the big issue is. If that's the issue, then I, I feel for you because I think you're right. You're not going to get no mu- new music for her. Not for a good while. It'll be a But at least she got to see her perform. So there's that. Because it, 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 it's reminiscent of like blue balls. Like you get promised something. You get very excited and you don't get to finish. So that's that's what it was for a lot of people. You walked away. You walk, If you're a Rihanna fan, you walked away from that with, with some blue balls. Like, damn, happy for her, I guess. But see, at least you know now for sure you're not getting something. So go beat off. Call it, call, take your L, go beat off, and call it a day. Yeah, but you was, be, you was building up to Rihanna. Ain't no go beat, who I'm beating off to? Your imagination now, because you, you ain't getting it. Either way, you ain't getting it. Anti still the shit, guys. Go back to it and listen to it. <laughs> like, I don't know what to <laughs> 2016 yeah. was a great time. Go back. Right. I mean, just go to Rihanna's Essential Playlist. I'm pretty sure you could, that could help restore the feeling. So now that Rihanna's back in the limelight, she did a uh, she did a spread in Vogue, and she's on the cover of it with her family, her, ASAP Rocky, and her baby boy. And uh, niggas are mad. So what? you got... Because they're saying it's... Uh, What's the word? Demasculating, emasculating, emasculating for for ASAP Rocky to be photographed in this light. Because on the cover, it's a beautiful cover. She's all black. She's in all black. ASAP and the baby is in all black. They're on the beach, but ASAP is walking behind Rihanna, I'm holding the baby, it. and he's kissing his son on the cheek. And you know, Rihanna is in the lead in this photo or whatever. So now somebody took the liberty to uh, mark this cover up and it's <laughs> they got strong dominant masculine woman she is the leader and on ASAP Rocky they put submissive nurturing feminine man soft face <laughs> I'm looking at it I'm looking I, at it it's, it's talking about he's slouching he's a follower 
cock shame because I guess she's holding his hand low, I guess. <laughs> like where else would she be holding his hand? But here's my thing. She is the she's who the feature's about. So she's gonna be in the front of the even if he was standing behind her, the story's still about her. I don't I don't I don't see the correlation. I hate I hate when people do shit like this. I don't see the correlation either, but somebody made an argument where they was like, uh, look at Oprah and Stedman. There's a magazine where they're both on the cover, but it's an image of just them two hugging. They're like, in this, in this particular image, Stedman still looks like quote unquote the man. And I when people start to when people start to have the argument of what a quote unquote man should be, I kind of tune them out and don't listen to anything else you got to say. I think men come in all different shapes and sizes. There's no, there's no, there's no set criteria to define what a man is. This image doesn't, it doesn't make ASAP Rocky any less of a man than, you know, in any shape or form. When I first saw that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think people who look at this and get up in arms really need to take a long look in the mirror and figure out who the fuck they are. You know, when I first saw the 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 cover, I was like, oh, that's nice. And I, I stopped looking. Like, I, I didn't care that much. I was like, oh, well, this makes sense that she would have a Vogue story coming out, a Vogue cover. Like, I get that. Coming out for the Super Bowl, she's going to give an exclusive, let them see the baby and like a, some real photography pictures instead of when she had to post her pictures because some some paparazzi were getting ready to leak pictures of her baby, so she posted right. like some home video some home videos and shit. Um, the weird thing is about this cover that everybody's so fixated on this cover. Y'all ain't been paying attention how ASAP Rocky been dressing for like the last decade. His outfit for the Super Bowl was horrible. <laughs> that, but I've seen ASAP Rocky dress. In so many different ways. I've seen him dress feminine. I've seen him dress masculine. I've seen him wear jerseys. I've seen, like, he the, fa- he the fashion nigga. <laughs> like, that's that's his... But his fashion is poor. Usually. But that's why I never understand why people feel that way about him. But I've given up when on I trying to understand When I say poor, I don't mean, like, not by the dollar sign. poor. Not the dollar sign. Not, yeah, not by the dollar. It's not poor by the dollar sign. It's just poor in decision. Like, why would you put that together? I wouldn't. But his outfit for the cover, I I don't know. Maybe he didn't pick out this particular outfit. But the outfit on the cover is straight to me. Nah, this is like some shit. Like, I'm not fashionable enough to wear it, but... A full leather, a leather vest and leather pants? That's not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not me. No shirt on the inside? That's not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's more your bag now, because I know you're showing your chest now. You probably did a couple push-ups leather, before y'all though. walked I mean, out. I just graduated the linen. <laughs> you never Leather's fucked with linen? out of my league. It was linen. You never fucked with linen before? Nah, man. That goes to show you how much I love my wife. I never fucked with linen. But you for her, I wore the linen. linen vibe. Nigga, I got, a whole, I got a whole little linen suit. Nigga, I'm going to show you something. You see, my thing with linen was, like, when I used to see niggas wear linen, that would be the dudes that's going to First Fridays, grown and sexy. 
Shit like that. It's like, dog, no, 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 no. See, linen, shit. linen don't, and I'm not talking your linen, your little, your little short sleeve linen, linen set that you used to get from the fleet. <laughs> That's where you, you looking at that with some gators. That's where your mind is. Yeah, niggas wore that shit with Stacey Adams. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> nah, nigga, I'm talking like, I, you can do linen and linen is just a fabric, nigga, like cotton, like polyester. <laughs> like you can do linen with other shit. <laughs> Nigga, I got yeah, a, I got a know, brunch. I, was, I, was, I got a brunch outfit. Nigga, wait for it. Just let it get a little like my next brunch outfit. I'm wearing this dog. Nice little brunch outfit. Linen pants. A little linen. A little. Just wait. I got some. I'm 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 busting. How how my dog you said I'm busting dicks on these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody invite Marvin to brunch. He needs to wear that fit. I should wait. Hold on. I ain't get my pants back from the from the tailor yet. Give me, give me, give that's me past the, the key. weekend. <laughs> Boy, that's the key. Getting shit to fit you right. Getting shit tailored, man. That'll take you from an eight to an eleven quick. Turn heads. People got to people got to say something. Hey, bro, where you got that? that that's how niggas. That's how niggas give you compliments. <laughs> that's how men men don't know how to give you a compliment. Like, hey man, you looking good. We don't say that. Girls can get away with that. Hey, it's, it's a lot of hey bro, where you got that? Oh, okay. Okay. The one over there, the one over there, oh, in Broward Mall. Okay. Okay. That's the compliment. <laughs> like, that's it. That is it. <laughs> nothing about you specifically, how you wearing it, or nothing like that. Just, hey, where you got that? All right. The head nod yeah. is as close to acknowledgement as you ever gonna get. <laughs> it's a safe compliment, yeah. But then sometimes you get the niggas that don't know how to take a compliment. Be like, nah, I can't tell you where I got this from. This shit exclusive. Damn Bitch, I wasn't going to actually go there. <laughs> nah, nigga, I'm giving you a I was just trying to say the shit nice, fam. That's it. Nah, this shit exclusive, man. You know, y'all can't, you know. I hate when work. niggas do that shit with like Nike shoes. It's like, dog, you think Phil Knight only made one pair for you, my nigga? <laughs> I'm going to get on Google and find that shit. I know the color of that shit. That shit is taupe, nigga. I'm going to find them taupe Air Maxes. And I'm gonna buy it just to piss you off. That's dope. And see, you, I tell you, not a real Nike head, because you know that that color real name is Sale. Okay, <laughs> that's Sale right there. That, that ain't nothing. But I can find that. I can find that. That ain't nothing. <laughs> you up here trying to hide the shit? Like it ain't that serious, my nigga. Yeah, right. Trying to cuff the damn shoe, nigga. Just say where you got it from and take the damn. Nigga, I ain't trying to wear it with you. I ain't trying to put my foot in the same shoe you got. What the fuck we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, we ain't finna try to coordinate the shit. Hey, you finna wear your shit today? I'm wearing my shit. No, man, this ain't middle school. I'm just saying the shit is nice. Speaking of shoes, what the fuck is up with everybody trying to look like a cartoon character? Nigga, nigga, the shit that... Because it... <laughs> it's blowing me. <laughs> like, because y'all niggas will do anything that look like a trend. Y'all will do any... Like, there's no fucking way when you first saw them, you was like, them shits fly. At no point did anybody say that. But you let one or two of these celebrities wear it. I'm watching y'all go out of no, like y'all doing too much for these shoes. These stupid mischief red boots. You know how much they're going for on StockX right now? 1300 $1,300. $1,300. It actually just went up because when I first looked for it. No, I take that back. Rephrase. It's going for $1,800. $1,900. 2000 I, 2000 I'm literally watching it go up. It's going for 2000 right now. 
That is stupid. And they retail that what three fifty, right? Retail at three fifty. When I first saw them boots, I said, "This is the stupidest shit ever." Turned into the NBA later on that night, and one of the niggas from I think is OKC. He's walking down the tunnel with the fucking boots on, looking like Astro Boy. Dog, it's it's the most cartoonish looking shoe I've ever. They're worse than clown shoes. I guess that's the vibe. And you know what? We ain't the fashion niggas. Let's just let's. My fashion is more like I I, I know the way I like to dress, and I like to dress a certain way. I'll just say that. I'm not the outlandish. I'm gonna go wear the 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 mischief boot. That's what it's called. I'm not gonna wear that boot nowhere. That's not me. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. That's not me either. Imagine trying to run away if some shit pop off. How you going? How you going to drive in those shoes? You hitting gas and brake at the same time. I hear looking like Mickey Mouse, looking like Smurfette. Yeah, bruh. And then, you, have you seen the, the video of people trying to take off the shoe? No, no. I just it's imagine hard they to, look hard as fuck. Because <laughs> if you buy the shoe, then they're true to size. Like, to pull your foot out, there's no air coming in it to... So, so now it creates a suction. Exactly. It creates a suction. Now you stuck in these fucking boots. You'd probably damn have to cut them off at that point or poke holes in the shit. Now you just ruined the stupid ass shoe. <laughs> Imagine committing a crime in that shoe. You running through the mud. Police officers confused as fuck. Like, who the fuck did this crime? It was goofy. <laughs> Look at the shoe prints. <laughs> nigga, nigga, I seen, I seen a dude, and I see people having fun with it, like dressing up kind of like a cartoon character when they put it on, like a fashionable cartoon character. I seen a nigga kind of dressed up like a, it was a young lady. She was dressed up like Super Mario. She had on the red boot. She had on the little jumper set. Da, da. So I saw where she was going with it. She was cute in it, though. But I saw where she was going with it. Still wouldn't wear those shoes nowhere. But you I can picture, if you could picture a celebrity that you know, like, would definitely wear these. I only I got two in my head. Who would you pick? A celebrity that would definitely wear those? Chris Brown. I, 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 don't, I don't see Breezy doing it. Well... Cause he a blood. <laughs> I I like he's a fashion and he like he he got his closet is ridiculous. It's like a warehouse. So I can see him having something to put together with this. Outside of Chris Brown, which other celebrity would wear these shoes? I would go fab. I know fab. There we go. That's a good. I, I was about to say future, but I'm like, future's fashionable, but I don't think he's like this type of fashion. He's more couture fashion. Yeah, he tried to do his more but couture. But Fab definitely. Fab would definitely do this. He'll have on a on a on a on a San Fran jersey. And you know, Fab Fab definitely will all read it out. He'll all read it out. Um the other person I was thinking of that would definitely do well, this. Knowing Fab, he'll probably do it and wear a Springfield isotope jersey. That was specific as shit. Because <laughs> it's a cartoon. He's going to wear some cartoon-looking shoes. He's going to rock a, a, a jersey from a cartoon. I can see it. You, hey, you might be on to something. You might be on to something. The other person I thought was Pharrell. Like, this, that's Pharrell's bag a little bit. 
I mean, they're about the same size as those ice cream shoes he came out with some years ago, so I could see it. Damn, don't do Pharrell like that. Nigga, you would not buy a pair of those ice cream shoes. I don't give a fuck who you are. Niggas was not for them. Don't do don't act like Pharrell not a pioneer in the streetwear game. He is. He was just a little too ahead of the game. People's people got on the the, the skater shoes later on, but when he dropped them, it's like, nigga, I ain't fucking with these. These shoes look like they weigh 10 pounds, bro. Get out of here. I hear you, but I I, I mean, I, did I gotta, you buy a pair of those ice creams? I wasn't, I wasn't with the funny colors. And you know me, I love bright colors. You, I was not fucking with them shoes. That's why I'm surprised your wife got you in there with all white. We're going to keep going back to this all white, but I'm surprised. I'm not going to lie. I was a little apprehensive at first, but looking back at the pictures, like, yo, we why? did look good. Why would you be apprehensive? Because you don't have no color on? I just don't, like, if you want to put me in all black, I wear all black in a heartbeat. I'm just a little apprehensive about all white. I don't know. Ever since Puffy started doing the all white parties and everybody wanted to do all white, it, it was, I just was like, nah, I'm, I just wanted to go the other way. I guess. I guess. But I could definitely see Pharrell wearing these. And like I said, Pharrell's streetwear pioneer. He just recently was named the, the new creative director for Louis Vuitton to take up, take up the seat, the mantle after Virgil. I'm curious to see what he do with it. That's a that's a big look. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very interested to see where he takes it. I'm not gonna afford anything that he does, but I will observe. I'll try. I'll try. Cause sometimes I know niggas who got it for retail, who got certain certain Virgil Abloh shit for retail. Now it's gonna be six, seven hundred dollars, but that's nothing to compare to what it's gonna end up being later on. Right. No, don't get me wrong. If he comes out with a couple of pieces that I think is cool, then yeah, I might, you know, spend a little bit of money on it, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that should be expensive. Nah, I, I got kids. I, exactly. I, I, my wife barely, like, she bought me the video game. I couldn't even afford it for myself. <laughs> no, I couldn't afford it for myself. I, know, I just man. went trying to pay Come it. On, Come on, dog. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. <laughs> just stepped all on your joke. That nigga break was like, Nah, nigga, you're gonna have these niggas think I'm broke out here. Like, nah, nigga, we know you, we know you got four jobs, nigga. We get it. Speaking of four jobs, them workers at that hotel, them motherfuckers don't play. We'll go to one restaurant, it'll be one lady serving us. We'll go to another restaurant for lunch, it'll be the same lady. And it's like, damn, you work in two restaurants in the same day? We go to dinner, and guess who we see? The same chick. Like, damn, what you live here? Like, do they ever send you home? Man, shout out to them folks, man. Them people was dope. I saw one nigga going back to the boots. I saw one nigga flexing that he just bought a pair. That's how I knew they was 350. I looked at what size he wore. That nigga wore a 13. He should be ashamed of himself. There's no reason your feet that big and you buying them damn boots. You know how ridiculous you gonna look? The 13's right now going for 1700 on StockX. At this point, those shoes looking like a dope investment. You should just buy a pair and sit on it. If I could get, if I could have got a pair, I would definitely do it. If I was mischief, what I would do is start to come out with pairs that actually look like cartoon sneakers. Like, you know how Sonic shoe got that one white stripe across the middle? I don't know if they, I don't, I don't think, I think that'll fuck up the trend. I think if they got something on, I think they don't make anything else like this. They leave it alone. 
I don't think wait if, wait two or three got, years and then do a collab with Supreme. Let Supreme put Supreme on the side of it. Boom. Keep it launching going forward. Or they could just milk it for all it's worth. You saw people wearing it with the Super Mario shit. Come out with all black ones. Motherfuckers like, eat that shit up. I don't think so. I think I, I think once you start once you start putting them putting them out there in every color, it loses the value. Of it, like the first like pair the of Travis Scotts, the first pair of Travis Scotts are that's the, the blue, ones. the blue, the the blue, white and black ones, or the blue off white and black ones. Those those Travis first, Scotts. When, no, the brown ones. When he reversed the when he oh reversed the brown that, ones. Yeah 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 yeah. That first pair, no matter all the colorways that put out, it it slowly dilutes the, it's just the value of it. Like Virgil's, we'll talk about we'll talk about his uh off white. Off whites. When he had the off white and he did the Jordan one, the the regular red black, like the Chicago one. No, none of the other shoes he touched after that ever matched up to that. But they, you're right. But they still moved though. It wasn't like they didn't move the same units as those red and white Jordan ones he did. But they still moved. Okay. I'm not. Or mad maybe at you take a page out of Nike, and then so you got the shoes out. People are head over heels over them. Just release fifty black ones and see what happens. And you can even number them on the inside of the shoe. One of fifty. Motherfuckers will pay. People love having shit that they feel nobody else got. You ain't one. I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that off white Chicago one. That shit looks so fire still. Are you on StockX? Yeah. That shit, $5,000. 5000 Five grand for a pair of shoes. The blue ones, the exact same, same shoe, same shoe, same design, just now with the, with the university blue, 1600 That's the difference. Big difference. Now, if I ever were to drop 5000 on a shoe... It wouldn't be on StockX on the shoe like that. It's this dude that he'll take, like he'll take a Jordan, and he'll he'll break it down to then just the sole of the shoe, and he'll he'll rebuild it back up with custom material. Like Elon Musk, he got he made Elon Musk a pair of Jordan ones with with fucking gator skin, and the Tesla symbol is on the on the toe of the shoe. Probably one of the hardest pairs of Jordan ones I've ever seen, and he made it for old lame ass nigga. Speaking of old lame ass nigga, <laughs> dog, did you hear this story about Elon Musk at the Super Bowl and this tweet? I saw a couple of tweets from him, but which tweet are you specifically referring to? So he sent out a tweet at the Super Bowl, and he was upset that his engagement was way lower than President Biden's engagement. Swear to God. Jill Biden, Joe Biden's wife, she's from Philly. So she posted, we're ready, fly equals fly. Okay. Joe Biden reposted, as your president, I'm not picking favorites, but it's Jill Biden's husband, fly equals fly. Okay. According to, you know, Twitter and view, you know, they have the little views and impressions and everything. Elon Musk's tweet got 9 million impressions. 
Joe Biden's tweet got 29 million impressions. Oh, shit. <laughs> so three in the morning, he's on the Slack chat saying, hey, we need to talk in the morning. Da, da, da. He's sending out all sorts of messages to the Slack chat. It's three in the morning. They sleep. None of these people even know what the fuck you talk about. They don't see it until the next morning. He pulls in 80 Twitter employees, 80 engineers into one room and says they need to make an algorithm to make sure that his tweets get seen before other people's tweets get seen. That is the lamest shit in the world. Dog, you got the president of the United States talking about the biggest sporting event in this country. Of course, everybody's going to be tuned into what he's saying. And you're mad that, what did he even tweet about? Does it even matter? And you mad that your tweet and get 29 or more than 29 million people to engage with it? You ever heard the saying that money doesn't change you? Money just makes you more of what you already are? Yeah. He's been a lame nigga, and that's all of it. Now he's just a lame nigga with, with control over this, 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 this app. So now we got to see all the lame shit he has to say. Sorry, ass nigga. <laughs> so he, they had to create a, a code so that his tweets bypass all the algorithms, and it boosts his tweets by a thousand. Like the factor, like it. All that noise, and I bet he ain't go nowhere. No, because you, you can still hear, if muffler. you can still hear him, he not going <laughs> fast enough. Because you know we don't see niggas on the block. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear him coming. Once he pass you, gone. That. Yeah, if I can hear you change gears, you're not moving. You're not going nowhere. But so they had to create this tool called the power user multiplier because he's a power user. Are they going to sell this tool to people now? No, it's just for Elon Musk. You ain't sealed. Sorry. All he's doing is because he doesn't feel like the most popular guy in the room. That's it. It's exactly that. Lame ass. Lame shit. Please stay tuned while we make adjustments to the, uh, in in quotations, algorithm. And then that was the tweet that he sends out with the drink in the milk. That was the oh. tester to see how, how well it worked. And it worked because you saw it. I, and I don't follow that nigga. Me neither. <laughs> I don't follow him. I don't... I don't... Like... The people I do follow, none of them are like people that engage with the type of content he puts out. Weird. He's a he's he's a weird dude. He's he's the type of dude that's just been a loser his whole life, and it just so happened he hey, comes from a I family with money and that. has. He ain't been a loser. He wins. <laughs> like he wins a lot. He okay. I'm talking about socially. There's people that win. They have money or they may be smart in a particular field. I'm not saying he's a I'm not saying he's stupid. I'm just saying socially, he's a loser. I don't even know how to there's no other way for me to say it. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, from what I hear, Elon be getting hoes at the uh, at every company he be at. That's what I hear. Yeah, because he he's probably in a high position. He rich. People already knows he's rich. This is Miami. You you can walk out your front door and see a shit ton of dudes that you know. Socially, this guy's a loser, but he might have a nice car. He might be wearing them red boots that they know he spent $350 on. Damn. And the hoes fuck with him. It's Miami. We see the shit every fucking day. You ain't lying. You're not lying. And you look at the dude, and you look at the chick that looked like Ruby Rose hanging with him, and you like, how the fuck? <laughs> That's exactly the way. How the fuck? How you even... What do you even ran into this bit? Like, what are we talking about? And it's funny because if you with your boys, you don't even need to elaborate anything. Just look in the direction. Just say, how the fuck? And everybody knows what you mean. <laughs> we might not even have to say words. We could just, I could just tap you on your shoulder like, Frank. And then just look at you and then look at, look at them. Or just and get then this facial expression. Like... Just... <laughs> the curled up lips and the squinted eyes. What's going on here? And if you want to put a little sauce on it, upward palm. Yeah, a little upper, like, open your palm up, like, <laughs> and point it in their direction. The fuck? <laughs> that shit don't make no sense, bro. And then if you know the chick, be like, oh, I saw you with your little boyfriend. Yeah. Now I saw you with your Where little you boyfriend. Where you meet him at? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that little, hey, I saw you with your little boyfriend. That's Drake. <laughs> Drake, I tell yeah. you, that's Drake. I bet you he texted that. <laughs> I saw you with your little boyfriend. He is out there. That's cute or whatever. <laughs> y'all, how, how y'all situation? <laughs> oh, that we'll dirty it. Mac at 101 right there. <laughs> Refuse to call it a relationship. How your situation? Y'all all right? How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Everything good with you? You happy? Because you deserve Gotta happiness. Gotta ask if she happy. Because you deserve happiness. Yeah. Knowing damn well you an ain't shit ass nigga too. Ready? Because you deserve happiness, even if it's not with me. <laughs> Dirty Mackin 101. Shit, Drake wrote the book on that shit. He would. His most Dirty Mackin song is named after, has my name in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, it's named after yours truly, you. It ain't named after me. Damn, Frank. I tried. You see me rephrase it. <laughs> you see me rephrase it. <laughs> I saw you try, but I had to do it. Damn, cups of the rose. Bitches in my old phone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably oh, one of his man. biggest hits to this date, too, ain't it? Nah, not Marvin's room. It's a huge hit, but it's not his biggest hit. No, I said one of. Like, oh, it, you wouldn't even say it's top 10? Ah, top 10? I don't know if it's top 10. Well, I mean, it's Drake. He does have a lot of hits. More hits than the Beatles, as he said. Anyway, moving on from Drake. You brought up Chris earlier. Yeah. We we talked about comeback stories. And I asked you, I'm like, does America really like a comeback story? Because Chris Brown, for whatever, no matter how he tried to redeem himself, he even did that performance with Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, where he broke down crying. And I thought that, that was the moment. The black community well, seemed to hug him a little bit. You know? Right. <laughs> then, you know. Then reports came out with Karuchi that he was abusing her too, and then after that, he they, he was felt like he was shunned forever. I don't know. Although I, he, I've ne I've never heard those 
abuse for Karuchi stuff confirmed? And you know how I love Karuchi. I've never seen it confirmed. I, confirm. I just know that he's, I know he treated her like, you know, he cheated on her and all that. We all know the story where he went out for cigarettes. He told Karuchi he was going out for cigarettes and he ended up courtside with Rihanna. <laughs> like, we all know that story. That's what he said? Yeah, he said he was going to go get some cigarettes. It was Christmas swear, Day game. He was sitting courtside. Tell, bro. <laughs> he young, like, man. Nigga, you know how long a basketball game is? And you're going to sit courtside with Rihanna? You don't think nobody is going to get a photo of that? Like, it's courtside at the Christmas Day game. At the it Lakers. was the Lakers game, wasn't it? It was the Lakers game. Like you, had, you're on the most famous. You in Celebrity Row. They gonna get a. They gonna, it's you and Rihanna together for the first time in a long Since time. The incident. Come on, bro. Nigga, stupid. But when you, when you're already seen in a certain light, people don't need confirmation. Right. It's they gonna take you no longer have the benefit of the doubt. And that's where he's at now. So right. no matter what he does, if somebody, if somebody even hints that he did some shit, people going to believe it. And that's the problem. Right now, him and Chloe Bailey did a collab. Like, they, they did a little screenshot to say, you know, announcing that they had a song coming out, music video Promoted, and everything. Yeah. And she started to get backlash from it. Like, I can't believe you working with Chris Brown. It, like, like, this is the first time Chris Brown's worked with a girl since the Rihanna thing. Like, that's why I find it so weird. No. Like, why we had a song with, with, with Seven Street? Plenty of people. Plenty of... He's worked with plenty of people since. That's why I didn't understand why she was getting such hate behind it. But I think a lot of people have a lot of hate for her just because she's a young woman who looks good. She shows off her body. She's very confident. I, that there's That's a whole other... That's a whole other bag. I think she's one of, I think every few years there's there's one person that everybody feels it's cool to hate. Like the band Nickelback, at one point it was just cool to hate on Nickelback. Like whenever you talked about rock and roll, if you said you was a Nickelback fan, people looked at you crazy because it was just cool to hate on Nickelback. Right. Um let me try to think. There was another person where it was just cool to hate on them. 50 Cent made Ja Rule that person. It was cool to hate he on Ja Rule. Fucking did. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every few years, you, you, we end up with that person. Where it's, oh, it's, it's the trendy thing to do, to diss this person and, or dislike everything they do. And I believe Chloe Bailey is that person now. No matter what she does, they talk about her. I think she's a very attractive person. But very attractive, they say, very oh, she, talented. All of that. Very attractive, very talented. Like, she has a lot of upside to her. And they say, oh, she, she has the sex appeal of a hamburger. And they say she tries too hard. They... I've seen so many negative comments about this young lady. It don't make no sense. Like, for the people saying she has no sex appeal, it's like, dog, what the fuck are y'all looking at? For the people saying she tries too hard, so, you know, too hard singing, like, she's talented. She has a great voice. Again, what are y'all listening to? And she just, she explained it perfectly. She was like, she's a theater kid. So she's very extra and high, like the, like the you know, the jazz hands. Like, that's who she is at heart. So, of course, you're going right. to get a lot of that in her music. But one of the major detract, one of the major people who, not, let me not even say major, because she's not, she not even that important in life. One of the major people who had something to say about Chloe working with Chris Brown was Keely Williams from 3LW. And if you don't know which one that is, that's the Pamete, Pamete, her. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, she wrote, all, she wrote in a tweet, 
let him come out with his with his own record. That's so he's so genius, so captivating that makes us all forget that he beats women. Oh, and she put the battery in Chris. That's all he fucking needed. <laughs> Chris said, I'm kind of tired of all your broken promises, promises. He spelled it just like that. And for a nigga, <laughs> a nigga who had a lisp back in the day, for him to make fun of another person with a lisp, I knew he was hot. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> we all remember how he was grabbing your thin thin. <laughs> okay? <Yeah. laughs> and she grabbed his thin thin. Yeah, remember that? She grabbed his thin thin. Okay? <laughs> that has to be the title. <laughs> no, it's it's promethe, promethe. Yeah, it's gotta be oh, okay. there. It's gotta be there. Oh, my, it had to be something <laughs> it's there. One of them. It's gotta be one of them. We'll see what it throw on there. And and you know, Chris, Chris went in. He ain't waste no time on her. He said, obviously, you're at a point in your life where you're either very broke or broken. The fact that you think you have to speak negatively about me makes you look so lame. Your life and your career must suck right now. Minding your business would have been best, but I guess you don't have a business or a real job that makes you financially stable, I feel more embarrassed for you and your actual maturity. That was a few notches below the Phaedra read. It was good. Then he posted a nah. He ain't stopped. Then he posted another picture on his story with her face and he said, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) He was mad. He was a little mad. He essentially was like, if y'all hate me for a mistake I made when I was 17, which I believe he was 19, but whatever. If y'all hate me for a mistake I made when I was 17, I'm 33. Y'all still holding on to this very old narrative. And that that's what Frank is saying. Like, y'all holding on to this very old narrative. Y'all won't let me, y'all won't let me live past it. I'm kind of stuck in this rut. Because, of the cho- yes, I made a bad choice when I was younger, but y'all the same niggas who judge me. This is what he said. Word for word. You weird ass niggas are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface and Krishan beat the fuck out of each other in front of the world. But that's okay. It's entertainment. All y'all can suck my dick. Disrespectfully. I know Blueface was at the crib like, oh, shit. <laughs> no. Blueface was not like that, actually. <laughs> Blueface actually responded. I know. I know. But I was just, I was trying to. Oh. Say it straight, but no, nah, go ahead, Frank. You got something to say. I do, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you what Blueface said, and I'm going to just I say what it. I think. I was going to get there. Okay, my bad. I didn't know if you saw it, because it was a recent response. My bad. No, no, I, I saw all of it so far. But well, I'll, let you, I'll let you tell that part. Let me, let me get okay. my little stray joke out the way. I thought you liked it, because you love to say that shit. But you wouldn't even what? let me say it. Say what? That blue face was sitting at the crib and just caught a stray at the crib. Like, oh shit, hey, how the fuck? I do like a good stray joke. You love that shit. This whole, I'm, I put this in there because you like to be messy. I do like to be messy. You was tuned into this messy. shit. You was tuned into this shit. Go. I was, I was tuned into this one. Go ahead. So, so blue face caught wind and he responded. And basically what blue face said, he something out like what, a, a, a two minute long video? Basically saying, well, even if we all commit the same crime, we all don't get the same sentence. And yeah, I beat my bitch, but Chris, you just happened to beat the wrong bitch. And I mean, that was me paraphrasing? No, that's you paraphrasing, but you said exactly what he said. He said, like, there's no, (laughs) 
you beat the wrong bitch. There's no more toxic shit. He said shit. that verbatim. No, he said that verbatim. There's no more toxic shit to say. And even hearing it, I'm still like, I hear his point a little bit. <laughs> I, when I was playing it, my wife was sitting next to me. And my wife was like, is Krishan even in the room? And you hear Krishan laughing in the background, agreeing with him. And as bad as it is, he's not wrong. In other words, Chris Brown put hands on a woman that America loves. I don't think America loves Krishan. So people know Blueface and her get into fights. They're not going to get up to defend her. They're just going to say, she tough, right? People get beat every day, B. <laughs> you tough, right? Yeah, that's, that's basically what they're going to tell Krishan. <laughs> they're not going to tell Chris that. It was the most toxic shit I probably heard thus far this year. But he's not wrong. He's not. Like that meme says, he's out of line. But he's right. But Chris went on. Chris went on to point out a lot of shit that made sense to me. He said there's a bunch of white celebrities. And he literally found an article and screenshot a bunch of them. From Sean Penn to Nicolas Cage to Mel Gibson, Ozzy Osbourne, Tommy Lee, Slash from Kiss. You know, just in case those who, you know. Right, right, right. Well, people didn't play Guitar Hero, so they don't know who Slash is. Okay, Frank. Look at Frank. Okay, Guitar Hero. (laughs) (laughs) But you want to know what all those people got in common? They white. Not only are they white, they did their shit before the social media era. Social media era is really what puts that long-standing handcuff on you and, and keeps you trapped at your darkest moment. That's not true. Name somebody from the social media area white. That's white that uh, got away with the shit. Not to say it didn't happen, but I just I can't think of them. Emma Roberts. That's the Emma. Emma Roberts was dating Evan Peters. That's the guy who did uh, the guy who just did the Dahmer. Right, 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 right. Okay, she got arrested. She got arrested for for beating up her boyfriend. She got arrested, but I mean, it, I'm well. Okay, we're we're gonna keep it on the court of public opinion, where the public continues to give you a hard time because of your they past would, she transgressions. Wouldn't. She's a girl and she's white. That's the point he was trying to make. You got Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. who was out here fully knowing he had HIV, was out here just fucking a bunch of people, knowing he was doing it. That heinous shit, and we were still ready to see him have a no, yeah, a that, that's what that happened. That was like in two thousand eight. That was the height of Twitter. I, people probably just made jokes on that one. But, but you yeah, see what they I'm did. They called it Tiger Blood. Yeah, and they kept saying winning. Damn, you're right. Okay, fuck. I I hear what I hear the point he he's trying to make. Even at the he posted like twenty celebrities, and he said I got time today. You know, but he, he over what, in he over in the UK, he just sold out the O2 Arena six shows in a row. Fucking crazy. Shit. Fucking crazy. He posted Dana White. And that just happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That just We actually, we talked about it like maybe three episodes ago. That's the crazy shit. And one thing I did respect, though, about Blueface. Blueface came out and he was like, the truth could never be because he was talking about the the whole, him responding to Chris Brown. He said, the truth could never be a diss. I fought with Chris Brown. Met him. You know, he kept it player like I keep it player. Like, he said, it ain't, it's all love. He just said, 
hey, I got hit with a straight this morning. That's all. <laughs> and you got to respect the man that can just be like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you're right. That's why in the video, when he responded, I, it wasn't offensive, in my opinion. It was just one of those, well, yeah, I did it too, but I'm not you. It wasn't, a, it's not a one to one scenario. You hit a girl that everybody loved. I beat up Krishan. It's it's not the same. We are not the same. And it's like, I I mean, if you look at it like that, it's <laughs> like I hear you. I, I yeah, he's right. They got a show on Zeus. He ain't go to jail. I mean, the people made fun of him more for struggling with the weights than they did for him beating up the girl. Man, the way that nigga was struggling with them weights, though, like everything not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's my thing. <laughs> And I say, I stand on this. If you're not a pro athlete, I just don't understand why you lifting that much weight. It was a lot of weight for 350-something pounds. Dude. What the fuck are you doing? Ain't he had one of them weightlifting belts on? That nigga said, <laughs> like the strain in that nigga face? Krishan screaming like he really did something? Somebody commented saying, I see why she be winning fights now. <laughs> nah, don't do that. Don't do that. She could fight, though. She was on some some show recently. On she Zeus? put like four... Yeah. On Zeus? She put four knots on that girl's forehead. Not on her whole face, just on the... Like, within like uh, this area between the eyebrows. So her accuracy with them punches are amazing. She needs to get in that boxing ring with the with, with that white boy that be beating up celebrities. Let's see how she does. <laughs> I don't do it like that. You trying to get Krishan out here knocked out? I mean, she might hold her own. <laughs> she might hold her own. We'll see. All right. So the theme for this week's vibes of the week: artists that. Frank and I believe are being slept on. Now, this could be a new artist who's been out a little bit and nobody's not giving them their, their, their just due or just someone who's been out for a while, but like you expect this person to have been bigger at this point. So I'm going to let you go first, Frank. I think I've gone first the last like two or three weeks. So, All right. So the artist I'm about to introduce, when I first heard this dude several years back, I thought he was probably one of the best things coming out of Atlanta. Um, he was lyrically he was a monster he was animated with his raps his wordplay was dope his punchline was amazing and I thought he had all the makings to be the next big guy coming out of Atlanta and then he kind of went cold he signed with uh, good music and I thought he was going to get put on there I'm like okay you got somebody who's lyrically a monster getting put with somebody who's the best producer that rap has ever seen that's a it's a match made in heaven. But it didn't quite work out like that for him. I'm very interested in who you're about to say. So the guy I'm thinking of as the most slept on artist is Saha the Prince. Okay. I think Saha is dope. And the song I'm pl- about to play is one of my favorite songs with him, featuring Pusha T. The name of the track is No Dope on Sundays. The call is going out, responses have come, and we bless God for our brother... Who's given God his life? Is there anything you'd like to say? I came not to call the righteous, 
but the sinners to repentance. Luke 5.32. They say gangsters don't pray. I beg to differ. We pray every night. We pray every night to make it out of these struggles. New yeah, no dope on Sundays. That's only if you really out here getting money. No dope on Sundays. You know the trap bad booming Monday, but no dope on Sundays. When you out here dirty, this the day you do the laundry. No dope on Sundays. But any other day it's rain, sleet, or sunny Nah, I ain't a street nigga, just a nigga in the street Any other day this Sunday, I can get you what you need I'm talking like a couple keys Want the men, come fuck with me Pounds of kush, come hustle these The cars we push is luxury Oh, I heard you want the lean Nah, that's not my cup of tea But I can pull a few strings Let me work my puppetry uh. Anything from crack to puppy food Why you think I bank with Chase? I'm everywhere the money move My Hyundai crews making plays My operation running smooth Run the two just in case these niggas in the grumpy move Oh, I heard they bought that gunplay cool We bought that gunplay too My rendezvous made the front page news I like my hunters blue Chuck your juice Take your strippers out of town on honeymoons Leave their kids with their grandma So they go to Sunday school My nigga hit my phone and said he need a honey cool I said let me hit my folks that's only if you really out here getting money No dope on Sundays You know the trap bad booming Monday But no dope on Sundays When you out here dirty, this the day you do the laundry No dope on Sundays But any other day it's rain, sleet, or sunny that was Saha the Prince with No Dope on Sundays. On the album, No Dope on Sundays. <laughs> Should have seen that coming. <laughs> right? Um, so who's your person? Uh, my guy, my guy is Vic Mensa. I thought Vic Mensa should have been, and he still can. Like Vic is still young. He, he, he he's on the bubble, but I feel like he hasn't reached his true potential. He recently put out a song called Strawberry Louis Vuitton featuring Thundercat and Maite. Now, Thundercat I fuck with. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I haven't heard a song that Thundercat's been on that I haven't liked. But, let's take a listen. Top top, I got a day with the sunrise. I might let you ride if you ain't right Solid gold rolling on pirate 24 Beautiful in the streetlights Strawberry Louis Vuitton Parisian nights in the moon Oh, why you speak with your eyes? Money and the fame, ay It goes with your surprise you sweet like shea butter to avec moi sweet like a la mode creme brulee you sweet like hagen dazs sweet like baby bash or frankie j sugar that's way too fly judging by the way your mama look i bet you stay this fine the way your dna design 
Let's watch live jazz, cognac neat. You on my backseat, so I know you digging me. Black Street, East Atlanta, girl, I need a lick of that Georgia peach. Uh, forgive me if I'm overly forward, but I'm like Mowgli for ya. I wanna learn from the pussy. My learning curve accelerates when your curve's up against me. Love is a house in my home, and I treat you sweeter than Stockholm. We should be in that Beamer E30 with the top gone. Drop top, I got a date with the sunrise. I might let you ride if you act right. Solid, go rolling on pirate. Fucking with it. Yeah. And I think that's a good pick. Vic, Vic Mensa is dope. And he's actually pretty versatile. I got a song for him on one of my playlists that he's rapping like on an EPDM beat. And it's, it's, I didn't know it was him until I was like, I like this song. And when I go to add it to the playlist, I'm reading the artist and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even realize it was him. Um, when you think of Chicago artists, his name isn't like, it doesn't rank high on the list. And he's been in the game for a while. If I'm not mistaken, like he's he's been out longer than Chief Keith, but for some reason, he he's just ha- he's been on the bubble for like forever and didn't quite crossover for for whatever reason. I think now with him on Rock Nation and and people really like pushing behind him. Um I I think I think pause by the way. Um <laughs> I think <laughs> I think with the right backing now that he it, it something might pop for him. I I really fuck with this song. And I know that you like the song because it's kind of jazzy. It's in my. It's, yeah. it's in your. It's in your. It's in your music range. So I mean, he probably likely not going pop, but it is what it is. <laughs> the only thing I would chalk it up to is he wasn't the sound people was looking for at the time. Yeah, that's when drill was first starting to bubble, and he wasn't that type of artist. But he'll still let you know he's from Chicago, though. <laughs> like, oh yeah, definitely. I seen him get active. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, just because he don't make drill music, don't mean he a bitch. I mean, clearly when he was in academics face, he he let it be known what what he was feeling, and that wasn't with it. Jeez. I've never heard a dude call another man a bitch, and he responds with, "In what sense?" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, nigga, does it you a matter? Bitch. You a bitch? Ain't nothing else to even really talk about at that point. <laughs> are you gonna fight me or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we at now. You either like, gonna take, I think you're take, a bitch. In what sense? <laughs> you either gonna take the label of a sense? bitch or you just gonna fight me. Like, there's only two options there. It's like, do I actually need to physically assault you to get this altercation to happen? Because I've said the fighting words. The only thing left to do is fight now. Or you prove me right by being a bitch. It's certain keywords that lead to fights. Calling you a fuck nigga. Calling you a bitch. Saying you could, hey, you could suck my dick. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like dude, these the words. Like, you want to start a fight with now, a nigga? After those, yeah. <laughs> after those words are uttered, it's the fight should commence. It's up. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. That, actually, that's probably the only response that is. Like, oh, that's where we at with it. Okay. I got to hit you now. Yeah. You know, because if anything, we may ask you, what'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, all right. But, all right. No, see, <laughs> when a nigga asks you what you say, more than likely he's etching closer to you so he could hit you in the mouth 
and catch you off guard. No, no, while no. You say that. No, say that shit. Say that shit right here. Say that shit right here. Yeah. Oh, I ain't hear you too good. What you say? Say that again. No, I heard you clearly. You heard me clearly. I just want you to say it again so I can punch you mid sentence. I need you a little closer so I can steal off on your head. <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> I heard everything else you say when I was standing far. It's just that last part I ain't catch really how convenient. No, no, no. You heard. You just trying to get close. Fuck niggas. <laughs> Wait, say that shit again? No, I don't need to say it again. You heard me call you a bitch. <laughs> so you say that right there? I done got just close enough. <laughs> now, if I was stupid enough to let you get close, like if if you if you say one of those fighting words to a nigga, you call him a bitch, tell him suck your dick, whatever, and he say say that again, and you actually let him get close enough to say that again, you a dumbass. That's you dumb as shit. That's like when somebody say wait right here, and you actually wait, wait right, right there. there. Man, let me tell you, wait right here means get in your car. <laughs> I'm leaving. It, Fuck you. <laughs> it either means I'm gonna jump on your ass because I know you ain't got it on you because you need to go and get it. I'm, I'm gonna beat the shit out you right there. Yes. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till you turn your back and I'm gonna take off in a direction where you don't see me running. One of the two things is gonna happen. Either we wait gonna, right I'm there. gonna start this say, fight right now. <laughs> yeah, if you say wait right there in arm's length, oh, I'm, I'm going to beat the shit out you. Because that tells me you can't fight me. And then you going to try to get a weapon? You think I'm going to let you get that weapon? No, I'm going to try my best to knock you clean out right there. So I could walk away from that altercation. But if you fall away and you got the shout out, wait right there, then no, nah, I'm haul ass, nigga. I'm going to go to my car. And then we just going to be two niggas pulling shit out the trunk. <laughs> now what we talking? Right. Now we both gone. What did we solve? <laughs> you should have just took the... You should have just... You should have just let a nigga call you a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because if I fight you, I'm not going to beat you to death. I'm going to hit you in the jaw a few times. I might knock you out. That's it. We both go you home. You going to get up. You going to live. You going to be all right. You tough, right? You tough, right? Niggas get knocked out every day, B. You tough, right? Next week, the vibe of the week is going to be best odd couple, meaning two people that you didn't think would fit good together on the track, but they make it work. Mm, I'm into that. I'm into that. I like that challenge. Y'all hit us up with, with, with suggestions. I want to see what y'all come up with. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast with two young professionals who plan to only give y'all an hour episode bring issues to the table, and we just chopped it up. I'm your host, Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flick Xavier, That Man Beyond, Young Matches Malone, uh, and the man to the right of me can only bait. Nacho Man Candy Savage, Lord of the Wings, Jabba in the Cut, The Wholesome Dude, Fat Boy Slim, Grits and Gravy, The F and F and D, one half of this P.O.D. He is I and I am him. It's Frank, and we just chopped it up. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and just about any other social media platform at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on any social media platform at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>